0: You're listening to the Mommy Teaches Podcast, where my mom keeps it 100 about everything. Dímelo mi gente! Welcome back to another episode of the Mommy Teaches Podcast, and this is your host, Eileen Cardecampos. campos I'm known in the education world as CC. I'm known at home as Mommy and Babe or Bae, whatever they call me. But I am your Brooklyn girl. I'm now located in the Hudson Valley, New York. For those of you who have been rocking with me for a minute, thank you for coming back. For those of you who are new to the Mommy Teaches podcast, thank you so much for joining. I hope you took time to catch up on the other episodes. I greatly appreciate you for listening because you can listen to so many other amazing podcasters and podcasts that you're here spending your time with me. So I greatly appreciate you. I wanted to come on because I actually posted a photo of my son attending summer camp and I put up a poll asking if you all wanted me to do a podcast on it and uh, I got 100% so I was like, oh, let me run with it. So on this episode, I'm going to be talking about letting children make their own choices and how I feel about him attending summer camp. We are we just began summer break a week ago. We ended school on June 24th and it is July 1st. It is a new month. I love new months. I just love them. I think that it's a, a chance to start over again I mean, there's a chance to start over again every single day, right? Because you're given that gift of life every single day. But I believe that like with a new month comes new adventure and new goal setting. So I love new months. I also, I enjoy the month of July. I'm not really that much of a summer person, I must admit. But I like the month of July. Uh, A couple of my favorite people are born in the month of July. So I really like the month of July. I love celebrating uh, the birthday of our nation on July 4th. I love the fireworks. I'm not a firework person as I talk to my mom these days. She often shares with me that, you know, um, I was always one who would be like very far away and and I would only have like a sparkler in my hand. I was not a 4th of July person where my sister and my older brother would literally light up uh, Rockway Parkway in Brooklyn, New York (laughs) with with lighter fluid. Uh, We spoke about prices of fireworks because my boys wanted fireworks uh we get it for them every single year we started off with sparklers when they were younger and now we you know get a little bit of the bigger stuff and I just watch them my husband of course keeps eye on them he he does it with them I think he's like my third big kid and um, and I don't enjoy them. I enjoy watching them. And I think that we also like as my bestie says, we should leave it to the professionals. <laughs> so I just like to watch them. But I was like outraged at the prices of these fireworks. Like I was like, I don't even spend that much money on my birthday. And I'm spending this amount of money on the United States of America's birthday. Like, come on now. But and, and everybody laughed in the store. And, you know, we had to travel out to Pennsylvania to get our fireworks. And as I said, you know, of course, our boys are going to be watched heavily. Um, They light and they run. Well, my husband lights and they run, but they're next to him. And just, I guess, a rites of passage type thing. I don't know. Like I said, I love to to watch them. These past few nights, they have been throwing them. I'm sure they're going to be throwing a lot of them this weekend. But as I said, I'm not really a fan of it. But I love I love the way it looks in the sky and especially here in the Hudson Valley. So many stars in the sky. I never saw the, that many stars in Brooklyn or Queens where I last lived. So it's really nice to see. I always say, every year I say this and this year unfortunately it didn't happen. But there's going to be a day where I'm going to get a boat. I'm going to purchase a boat that is on my bucket list. I need to purchase a boat because I want to spend one fourth 4th of July out in the sea seeing all the beautiful fireworks. My husband thinks I'm crazy. He says he has motion sickness, but he'll be all right. I'll get his little behind drunk, which he doesn't drink. So that would be funny to see and watch, but I always say I want to spend the 4th of July on the out in the sea. So we'll see. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm really, really looking forward to the month and all that it has to bring And I'm super excited to be talking about this topic. Uh, So after this commercial, if you want to stick with me and let me know how I feel about summer camp and how I feel about my youngest kind of bringing it on, uh, stick with me and you will definitely hear my story. And I hope that it helps you in some way. Again, if you are new, thank you for joining and stick with me. And if you are a oldie, not an oldie, but you know, an OG, Yeah, I appreciate you always. And I thank you for listening to me. As I said, this little podcast, I thank you for listening to me. So stick with me. I'll be right back. So we are back. Uh, Thank you for sticking with me. So as I said, I posted uh, a poll on Instagram and I said... I said, this young man decided he wanted to go to baseball camp for the summer. I have so much to say about this topic. Should I do a podcast about it? And I got about 100% that I did get 100% people said they wanted to hear about it. So... (laughs) The economy is just in such a horrible place that I feel like everything is just so expensive. And I think that when they were younger, it was it was easier for me because taking them out, we lived we we owned our first home in Queens for about 13 years. Excuse me, my husband built a pool. Well, he purchased a pool from someone on Craigslist. It was like a family who was getting divorced and they were trying to get rid of this pool. So we got a good price on it. I helped him put up the pool it was a nice size pool. We started from little and we went to the biggest pool that we got. We had a nice amount of a yard because we lived on a dead end street. So we had a nice amount of a yard. They had a trampoline. We lived on um, maybe like two blocks away from Brookville Park in Queens. So I, I I would wake up. They would wake up early in the morning. Of course, they had a bedtime at that point. So I guess what I noticed was the earlier you put them to bed, the earlier they wake up. So I feel like it wasn't a summer vacation for me or a summer break because they still would wake up early. I'd take them to the park. We'd walk around the park. They'd ride their bicycles, that type of a thing. Of course, prior to that breakfast, you know, it was like a literally a whole day. We'd come home. I'd do any um, errands that I had to do. They would watch their, um, their cartoons. They would play on their, their games. They would, which I wasn't really a fan of, a fan of, um, my husband wanted them to, you know, get into games, which he is not a gamer. And I was like, no, but you know how that is, you know, you have to compromise. So we ended up doing that, which I totally regret, but we'll get into that. So then we would like go in the pool later on in the day. Uh, Again, they'd be going on a trampoline. They had tons of things to do. And to me, it was. It was easier to keep them entertained. We'd have like movie day, game day, all different types of things. They had kept a journal. They, and I have all of these like pictures and things like that. They would read a certain amount of books and would track how many hours they were reading. It was, I thought it was more fast paced when they were younger. Now, fast forward to I have an 18 year old, he turned 18 in February, and I have a 12 year old who is going to be 13 in August. So he's like 12.10, right? If you want to be technical teacher terms. But to me, he's like 13, couldn't be 13, but going on 21. He is the one, I absolutely love my children, but he is the one that I tell my husband and that if he was our first child, I would have never had children because he literally gives me a run for my money. He is a Leo. My sister is a Leo. Her and I will butt heads a lot. My son is very respectful. He knows not to play with me. Like, he, lit- he he, tells my husband, he's like, Mommy, I'm the disciplinarian in the house, right? So he looks at me. One time he looked at me a couple of, maybe a couple of months ago. He was like, mommy, the way you look, sometimes it looks like the devil has crossed through you because I just need to look at him and he knows I'm not playing with him. I don't yell at my children. I don't curse at my children. I don't have to hit my children. Where I grew up, my mom didn't abuse me, but she'd hit me like, you want to act up? You want to get the chancleta, right? Or my mother would, you know, do what she had to do. And my father, my mother was the high-headed Boricua, and my father was the calm American. So my dad had these beautiful emerald green eyes, and my dad would look at me, and I knew, like, oh, shit, right? So that's how I am with my children. Like, I love that type of parenting. So my son knows, like, not to mess with me. So um, he he would give me a run for my money, where my young, my oldest is very much like me. He's an Aquarian. I'm very cool, calm, collect until you mess with me. And I'm very simple. Like, I'll, I will rewind to the 1996s where I remember my husband taking me out on my first date. And he had this whole night planned where he was taking me out to eat. And he was taking me to the movies. And I was like, that's way too much. Like, you doing the most. I'm very simple person. I you know, when Christmas comes, I'm not one to like write a list of things that I want. I mean, I feel like I can get whatever I want. Thank God when I want to get it. And it's nothing that I want that's so expensive because materialistic things just don't entice me. So my my oldest son is very much like me. Uh, We hustle and bustle from September to end of June. And when Summertime rolls around like we just want whatever goes. So, okay, you want to go to the movies tomorrow? Okay, we go to the movies tomorrow. We don't have to worry about, we have to plan out the movies because we have school or we have an activity we have to attend. And so he's very cool like me. He feels like summertime is more for like relaxing, going to bed really late, waking up really late, eating lunch for breakfast, breakfast for like that type of thing. It doesn't matter what time you wake up. Nothing is planned in stone unless we plan like a couple of days before or we go on vacation. So where my youngest, I think he thinks that I'm like royally rich, right? Um, I, t- I have to repeat to him all the time. I'm just a teacher. <clears throat> so he as soon as like school went out, he's like, so what are we doing for the summer? And I'm looking at him like, I don't know about you, but I'm chilling, you know, and he's just like, well, I don't want to be bored and, you know, um, so like I said, the economy is such in such a bad place that to take children out nowadays, every single day, plus gas, you're going to spend like so much money and I'm not about that life. I'm very frugal. I'm very like, if we can entertain ourselves at home, we have five acres of property. Thank God we have a swimming pool. We don't have the trampoline, but that's all good. I mean, we have a nice neighborhood block we could work, walk on. You have a basketball hoop. And so like I had um, this conversation with my mom the other day and I was like, this is how I remember myself in the summer, but please like refresh my memory. And my mom was like, yes, Eileen, you were very much the cool, calm kid. I would take you to Blockbuster. You would get like two to three movies. You'd watch them within like two weeks. I would take you to what was then known in King's Plaza as Borders. Um, I would get books. I like to buy my own books. I didn't like to go to the library. I'd purchase my own books. I'd sit on my stoop. I'd eat my sunflower seeds. I would play double Dutch outside. And granted, you know, I understand where my youngest son is coming from because he says, you know, mommy, there aren't children around like where we live. We live in a very, um, you know, campo area, you know, very, uh, rural, right? Um, and the houses are very far apart from each other there aren't there are like aren't kids his age on this block but Let's fast forward to the times that we're in. As I share with my mom, it's totally different nowadays. Back in the day, your neighbors looked out for you. You knew who your neighbors were. You knew what it was about, right? Now you don't know who people are. You don't know what th- what's going on in their household. So I always tell my children, if your friends want to come over, they're more than welcome. I'll make them some ajro, habichuela, chuleta, pollo, lo que ellos quieran, right? Whatever they want. But I don't know what people do in their homes. So I'm almost like, Raising my kids like my mom raised me Because my mom never let me have sleepovers and stuff like that But... I'm also knowing that times have changed and you just can't let your kids, you have to kind of make sure you know who your children are in company with. I always live by the saying, tell me who I am, ask me who I am and I'll tell you who my friends are. I believe that's the saying. So I always made sure that I surrounded myself with people who had a good track record. I'm not trying to be better than anybody else, but I always watched my back in that way. And I always was raised by my dad where like you never let a lot of people know where you lay your head down at night. I know it's... It's a Brooklyn thing probably, but it is what it is. That's what, that's how I go by. That's the code of the street for me. So, um, he, he said right away, he's like, well, what are we doing? And like I said, my September to June, my, my schedule is packed. I'm a teacher. I'm always lesson planning. I have, you know, the organization and cleaning to do in my house, organizing. We've only lived here going on five years, um, things like that. And it's very hard to like catch up, you know? And plus he does tons of sports and things like that. So I was like, you know, like really nothing. We have no really plans to go anywhere concrete at this point. And granted, it's only July 1st, but it was then June 24th. And so he was like, well, you know, I get bored and and, and I'm looking at him like, mm. and I don't want him to revert to technology. So I'm the type of parent that I watch with my children watch and what they're on and who they roll with and so for me it was like I don't want him to be on his phone and I don't want him to be playing these video games and that's why I never wanted these video games but again you have to compromise when you get married right so I continue to tell my husband see that's why I want the video games Because my youngest, it doesn't really like to read, although he is a child of a teacher and people just think that teacher's children are like, oh, so smart. They love school. No, I have one who loves to read just like his mom and one who was like, nah, I'm good, son. I don't want to read. So I kind of knew it was going to be a toss, like a little bit of a a tussle with technology. And again, this is my summer. I this is our summer. I'm not here to argue. I want to be very relaxed. So I just, I had started some organization on the 27th on that Monday and I found this pamphlet on the desk and he had just happened to say like, Oh, am I able to do any camps? Now, mind you, camps are expensive camps are, and I never went to camp. Like I was, when I was speaking to my mother, my mother was like, you never mentioned that you were bored. She was like, you never mentioned that you wanted to go to camp. You never, you you guys never did any of that. As we got older, we were going to Puerto Rico every summer, but that kind of took a while. You know, my dad had two jobs. He owned his own business. He was also a police officer. So it took some time, you know, where things are just totally different from when I was growing up as far as money wise and economy. So um, I found this pamphlet and I passed the pamphlet over to my husband and he must have been a pamphlet that he must have not seen And, um, and I was like, I looked at the pricing, the pricing was, I'm going to be honest with you a little bit outrageous, but I had to kind of think about, all right, do I want him in the house watching technology and being on the phone? You know, I'm not, I can't supervise him 24 seven because I'm trying to organize my stuff. Of course, I'm spending time with my children in the pool and things like that, but I was always the way where I was able to entertain myself and do things myself around where how my oldest is and my youngest is not like that. And it's so weird that they're from the same father. Right. We live in the same household and they're so different. It always blows my mind. But my mom says it blew my mind with you and your sister. That's just the way you and your sister were. But now, of course, I've never parented a 18-year-old, right? And I've never parented I've well, this is the second time I'm parenting a 12 to 13 year old, but my oldest was not like my youngest. So it's very difficult and different. So um I found this pamphlet at my husband calls and like the camp started on that Monday. But we were like, okay, we'll enroll him for Tuesday. And he's been doing Tuesday, he did Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and today. And he absolutely loved it. And I did tell my husband it was the weirdest thing. I had this feeling in my gut. I told my husband, maybe it is, there would be a turning point for him. Maybe it would be something that he really, really loves. And when he came out from the, the second day, we did a half day as the first day, but it was literally, it was technically the second day of camp. He came out with like a smile on his face and he was so excited to see what he did and what he learned and people that he, he was, you know, he, he was introduced to and new friendships he made. And to me, that was like a turning point. Like I, at that point I said to myself, although I'm not going to like the way my bank account looks for the summer, but I have to invest in him and I have to let him make his own choices And so that's exactly what I did. And I could tell you it's his fourth day in and he really, really, he's enjoying himself. He's enjoying himself and he comes out with a smile. And when we come back from this, uh, this brief pause, I will share some more with you. So stick with me. So as I was saying, he comes back happy. He comes out like so happy. At first, I'm going to be honest with you. Him saying he wanted to go to camp, it was like a stab in my heart. Like, what? I'm not good enough for you. What? um, You're not happy at home. What? You don't like to be here. But I had to pass, bypass all of that and be like, it's not about you. You know you're a good-ass mom. You know you take care of your children. You know you speak to your children. You know you have communication with them. You know you're trying to give them the best, you know, that, um, you try to give them the best that you can, but everything doesn't always consist of materialistic things. And, and as I shared with him, I was like, you have to learn how to be still. You don't have to be doing something every single day or every moment of your time. It's okay to be still and it's okay to relax. Um, I knew that it wasn't me. I would just, it was a aha moment and a rude awakening to know that he, I have two totally different boys. And I've known that from the beginning, but I get to learn it more and more as the days go by. And so I realized that I have one who is very cool, calm, collect, and summer for him is just relaxation. And then I have one who, you know, is, has to be moving, has to be in it, has to be constantly on the go. And that is okay, too. So I'm grateful that he, you know, shared uh, his opinion with me, he felt comfortable enough to let me know like this is where I would feel more comfortable. He's literally waking up like if he was going to school, possibly later in the seven o'clock ish bracket, because it doesn't start until about nine o'clock. And it runs all the way to three o'clock. But He enjoys waking up free. He enjoys preparing the night before. He enjoys going to bed a little bit earlier. Whereas if he did not have any school, he'd probably be up till one, two in the morning because at this point he's already going to be 13. Yes. When he was younger, I had a time cap on the summer, but now that he's older, I let them go to bed, you know, up to like two, three in the morning. Some people are like, what? But my kids have earned it. My kids work very hard in school. They're both, um, high honor roll. So I like to cut a little bit of slack where I can. And so he's been going to bed like 1030. He wakes up at and within the seven ish bracket. And so he's very happy. And then when I pick him up, he's extremely happy. And to be able to come and share with me what he learns and what he did. And, you know, he's provided lunch. Um, like I said, is my bank account really happy with it? No, it's not. But if it's, it fits to be able to give him the choice to allow him to share what he wants to do and for him to come to me and tell me, This is what I want, mommy. This is what's going to make me happy. He comes, he says, Thank you uh, for taking him in the morning. He's like, Thank you for allowing me to go, mommy. Thank you for the experience. And it's really sweet and it's nice to see. Uh, as I said, I was not happy at the beginning. I was very like kind of like hurt and offended like oh he doesn't want to be around me but that like I said that is not the case he um he's he's happy he's happy and he's learning and he's growing and he's making new friendships and that's the most important part to me so I'm so happy that I put the poll up because honestly I I would love to know what other people think. I'm going to be honest with you. I I would frown upon people who, for me, I'm home the entire summer. And I told my husband, I was like, I should just work summer school, I said, because I have one who loves to sleep until the afternoon, and the other who wants to just go to camp. Um, But my husband was like, Eileen, you earned this summer break, So and every summer break, so no, you should not be working this summer, you should not feel like a bad parent. It's not like you're sending him off to camp, it's like he wanted to go, he wanted this experience, so um, I used to say like, oh my God, how can people send their kids to camp and be home but I think that I kind of get more accomplished when he's not home because had he be home I'd be like watching his every move and making sure he's not like on technology and he's getting outside so I'm really grateful that I honestly I listened to him and I I allowed him to make that choice Um, so yeah I mean I just wanted to share my experience and the fact that Am I happy that he's going to camp? Absolutely not. But do I need to let him spread his wings? Absolutely, I need to let him spread his wings. I need to, for him to feel comfortable to let me know what he wants and what makes him feel content. Because ultimately, he does deserve uh, what he what he's what he gets because he works tremendously hard from September to June. He was able to. Continued to stay on high honor roll, he ended with like a ninety four average, and um he's been high honor roll ever since before covid so i mean i um for me honestly, I tell my husband we live our lives for ourselves right from I live my life for me, I live my life for the union that I have with my husband, but for me. I honestly, I love to work for my, to be able to provide for my children and give my children things that they not only need, but things that they want. So it brings me great pleasure to be able to provide this experience for him. I'm very happy for him. And I feel very content that, um, that, you know, he chose this. So yeah, I, I hope you, that you enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear some of your experiences with your children and what they're doing this summer and what you chose to do. Again, it wasn't a choice of mine, but it was a choice of his and I have to be respectful of his choice. And I'm so grateful to God that I'm able to provide him with this choice. And I'm grateful that, you know, my other son chooses what he wants as well. I think that's the most important thing that we can give children is choice and for them to choose what they want and f- to be able to communicate that with us, I think there's nothing more beautiful than them coming to us and saying like, this is what, you know, I'm feeling and this is how um, well, these are the things that I'm thinking and you're able to vibe well, off of each other. I'm glad we have that relationship. And I think that it's important for us as parents to have that relationship. There's nothing better than communication to be able to really share the things and the that are on our mind and to be able to follow through and to communicate those things. So again, um, I'm so happy that I shared it on, on my Instagram stories and I'm so glad that you wanted to know about it. I feel that, um, as, as a parent, I'm always learning. My husband and I are always learning. There was something that took place this morning and I called my husband and I'm like, listen, we need to talk about this with them. You know, certain things, you know, I, I, I'm grateful to have the partner that I have that I'm able to really vibe off of him and um, and let him know, like, these are my thoughts, you know, kudos to those single moms and single dads out there because I don't know how they do it, you know. Um, but I'm super grateful that I have a partner who I'm able to talk about these things with and really, um, communicate ideas and thoughts and, and, and try to ultimately do right by our children. So I thank you for following me. I thank you for listening. I thank you for subscribing. If you haven't already, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can know when the new episode drops. I thank you for following me and for just giving your input. I hope you have an amazing July. I don't know when my next episode will hit, but subscribe and you will know. And if you feel in your heart to share a view, please do so. And thank you. Have a great and amazing day whenever you're listening to this and a great month in whatever month you're listening to this. And again, I'm super grateful for your input and for your following and for just your support. Have a great rest of your day, week, month, and I'll see you on the next podcast. Cuídate. Adiós. Thanks for tuning in to this new episode. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and keep listening to my mama's podcasts.